ധ്യാനം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലെസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഇസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് This is a part of Radio Sai's Thursday Live hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7:30 p.m. only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 19th June 2014, Professor G. Venkatraman, former Vice Chancellor of Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning and senior most member of Team Radio Sai participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 2nd of june 1990 Offering a humble pranams at Bhagavan's lotus feet. Dear listeners, we welcome you to this week's episode of Shravanam Mananam Nidhityasanam, a series in which we study Swami's discourses, particularly the 1990 Summer Course series is the one which we are studying presently. We are in the 15th discourse. We played a couple of clips of that discourse last week. As always, I have the company of Brother Sai Prakash to host the show and but we are very glad to inform you that we also have the company of professor g venkatraman today we are very glad to have him here on the show we hope to continue to study this discourse but before that i on behalf of all of you welcome sir to the program saram sir saram sir prakash thank you very much saram prem in uh, this discourse ascent of man the earlier discourse was on uh, practice and precept yes and this is about ascent of man Interestingly, Swami starts with a very beautiful poem where Swami speaks about how the glory which is seen in the world, the beauty which is seen in the world is nothing but that of God. Yes. A wonderful poem there. And then uh, from there, Swami goes on to say, just like the beauty of the world is God, that which gives beauty to man mm-hmm. is Manavatvam. The humaneness is what gives beauty to man. Mm-hmm. that's what swami says and then uh, swami goes on to say that that this humaneness is what gives beauty to the society okay just like how it adds value to man this humaneness will g- result in morality in society and that is what gives beauty to a society mm-hmm. swami says the development of the society the state and the nation is proportionate to the development of the manavatvam or the human state okay so that's interesting because uh, Swami is not talking about knowledge. Swami is not talking about uh, your uh, acumen or your skill. He is talking about your nature. He is talking about your, uh, what uh, the manavatva, that humanness. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask, sir, whether um, here Swami is giving so much of importance to that for a healthy society. If people are good and if they are not uh, uh, well-educated or or if they are not up to the mark with worldly knowledge what what would be the impact of that on society sir that is a good question these days when people talk of society 
they fail to relate the individual to society this is absolute nonsense society is nothing but an aggregate of individuals you can't have the body without the cells correct the cell is the micro of the body and the body in, in totality is the macro of the cell correct and uh, supposing you compare the cell to an individual mm-hmm. and the body to society because after all society is made up of individuals and cell is the building block of a body correct body is nothing but cells put together very large number of course correct today's logic is such it seems to th- uh, believe that you can have a healthy society with sick individuals <laughs> not physically sick mentally sick correct right that is totally wrong you can't have a healthy body wi- where all the cells are yes. sick in yes. fact that's a very dangerous thing that is called metastasis and when cancer is spread all over the body and the end point is death i mentioned this because there is a great deal of demand for public morality mm-hmm. whereas at the individual level the people say i can do what i want morality is a matter of choice mm. so with all your so called worldly knowledge you are making a damn stupid elementary mistake sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> but i really feel very angry about it um, but there are other points yes in the olden days when the population was small when people are good automatically you don't have one problem which is that of law and order mm. right you know there is no need for police and all that mm-hmm. yeah, you have very few crimes crimes a few thefts here and there and some maybe the murder i have actually seen this in 1942 i happened to be caught up in a village because of the world war 2 conditions cities had to be evacuated i came all the way from karachi to a small village near madurai and that had a police station mm-hmm. and had a what you call a sub inspector mm-hmm. head constable couple of constables they had to look after seven eight villages in a radius of 25 kilometers <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, th- that was because people instinctively believed in good being good in fact they didn't know anything about satya dharma but i have heard villagers say i am bound by satya mm-hmm. satyam mm-hmm. i will not do any wrong because there is some force from inside and that is where the role played by the puranas show up correct they had a code of conduct not derived from knowledge or scholarship mm-hmm. studying viveka chodamani things like that correct see this is how my father lived he told me to never tell a lie i won't tell a lie that's it no matter how poor i am that said an ignorant person can do many things which are not good mm-hmm. uh, especially these days in terms of health mm-hmm. see for example they did not realize that uh, dirty ponds breed mosquitoes right mm-hmm. and so on those tend to produce health problems correct and in an age where you have people who are simple minded but do not know anything and uh, you have technology that re- leads to a lot of problems 
Nowadays, I don't see newspapers, but one of the things I used to see very often in the papers mm-hmm. was tractor-trailer hits moving train. There are many unmanned railway cro- mm-hmm. crossings. Correct. You just have to watch on both sides. Marriage party hits, uh, bus hits train. So many died. In fact, I know in one such collision, one of my relatives lost his entire family. He didn't go mm-hmm. to the marriage. Mm-hmm. He alone survived. Wife, children, everybody died. It was a shattering experience. So, worldly wisdom is also required. Correct. And especially in this age. Uh, for example, the people do not understand that electricity is something you must apply for, get a connection and so on. <laughs> Very often, people in the rural areas, especially in North India, they tie a, a stone to a wire, throw it. and then try to tap they get electrocuted oh okay. no, no this is pretty common <laughs> and we don't hear about it hmm. so i think uh, i would say goodness is necessary hmm. but not sufficient actually it is essential correct because otherwise you become the devil hmm. <laughs> that, that is much worse that is much worse definitely <laughs> a simple good man is better than a definitely clever devil you know very simple Uh, uh when i come to work i leave my maid servant to do some house cleaning and all that mm-hmm. mm. i am able to do because she t- i trust her mm. and uh, i show appropriate consideration for her poverty and all that and she will go out of the way to clean up my room too much <laughs> i leave <laughs> things in some place mm. it's a calculated mess so i have to go searching <laughs> where she has put <laughs> because she does in the goodness of her heart mm. so it's always good to have honesty than dishonesty any day i would prefer that mm. you you feel safe you know you can walk in the streets nobody will touch you or harm you <laughs> that's a very important thing as you are mentioning this it just appears as if over the decades and over the centuries mm. the moral law which governs man innately has not changed much basically that remains the same but what has changed is uh, the need for him to uh, grow in his knowledge and uh, get used to society and get used to the advances in society but the moral law that governed him many centuries back is still the same see i will put it slightly differently yes this moral law has been there always mm-hmm. gandhi ji says the law and the law giver are one mm-hmm. that is law is dharma god is dharma law and the lawgiver are one mm. so <laughs> law moral law has always existed what has happened is modern man finds the moral law very inconvenient so some people say there is no god therefore there is no moral law mm-hmm. other people try to play it safe <laughs> there is moral law, god there is moral law but i will choose when to apply that law and when not to apply that law correct that is uh, partitioning god god you remain here safely eh? i'll come and look <laughs> after you alone now i have to go <laughs> so <laughs> you used to have a saying in tamil all day you read uh, ramayana then you go and demolish <laughs> the temples of narayana mm. that is compartmentalization and in the puranas you see this uh, a classic example being ravana Mm-hmm. He, he was uh, devoted to Shiva. He followed the Vedic rituals. But then, that is one side of him. 
some other side from somewhere came and eclipsed that so the light was shut off and that's when problems come so i would say it is man who has distanced himself from morality and god because of the arrogance that he can do without god this is very common among scientists i can explain everything so why do i need god mm-hmm. we we have invented god just to explain our failures and so on <laughs> and so forth but do you think that it is largely influenced by the growth in knowledge can knowledge be pointed out as one of the subtle reasons for man becoming arrogant and thinking he knows everything no no i won't blame knowledge okay. knowledge is neutral okay you see i have learned how to make steel mm-hmm. that is making use of nature's gifts there's nothing wrong with it it's neither bad nor good mm-hmm. it is what you do with it as swami says money for most of us is a piece of paper Mm-hmm. the you know but it's a very special piece of paper because if i go and give it in a shop i can buy anything from a fancy shoe to uh, whatever you can get for money these days i don't know much about those things <laughs> but it is man who decides how to use it if i give money as charity to help some student that is good use if on the other hand i use money to bribe somebody to get something else that is evil as some is said many often very often a knife in the hand of a surgeon saves a life <laughs> a knife in the hand of a murderer takes away life correct so who is responsible it's not knowledge correct nor is it science mm-hmm. it is the person who has access to it so but is it also because of uh, sir was mentioning about arrogance as that arrogance come out of the fact that man is able to explain more than he used to exp- be able to explain earlier even when he was an idiot he was arrogant <laughs> you know a tough guy in the kemane age mm-hmm. he could beat up anybody so he'll be arrogant <laughs> it's as simple as that but with knowledge there is a magnification factor mm-hmm. and you know i misuse knowledge i have a lot of money so i can hire thugs in hundreds go and tell him if he doesn't obey me what uh, tell him what will happen to him mm. all sorts of things can be done so similarly science uh, has helped humans to acquire uh, what you call power in fact there are three kinds of power money power muscle power and political power <laughs> <laughs> and they all come together in this day and age and it is that collusion that has vastly magnified the capacity for evil just think of hitler what was he was an individual hmm. and then he he came across a situation which was very bad and he decided the way to get out of this is abc so he acquired uh, military power he acquired uh, uh, industrial power and he had the rich people on his side because he was helpful to them and he decided to uh you know do all sorts of things which led to the second world war correct <laughs> so the capacity for evil hmm. has been vastly enhanced by the misuse of knowledge misuse of knowledge right that is one of the reasons why some insisted on a close bonding between instruction in moral values and character development along with you know whatever you study physics chemistry biology management particularly mm-hmm. and now it has come to we need even more in science mm-hmm. 
correct uh, many things are happening which uh, for which law does not exist mm. you do not know what is illegal i have a fellow asked many years ago when the cloning was first done mm-hmm. dolly the sheep was made and all that right. big news mm. the fellow said supposing you take a cell from my body mm. and you clone and you produce a human being mm. who is that human being is it me is it my brother or is it my son <laughs> it's a tough question <laughs> i can argue always mm. so there are many such questions that our uh, law is beginning to face they don't have answers for this especially in warfare and all that so we we have allowed knowledge to be misused to a dangerous extent in fact when swami came here to this very place in the studio in i think in the year 2002 in august swami mentioned that knowledge has to be skilled and that skill you have to have balance he said absolutely uh, knowledge and, uh, skill balance and then success comes is, uh, that is very true <laughs> So See, the uh, knowledge must bring humility. Correct. I have not seen students these days having any humility. <laughs> That seems to be a thing of the past. <laughs> In this clip, Swami further goes on to say that morality and integrity can be fostered only in an environment with human values. So he says only in a spiritual environment this can thrive. And he gives that beautiful analogy of putting a seed in a tin can. Mm-hmm. And he says you are not giving it enough environment for it to sprout and grow. But when it is put in the right place, it can grow. Then there is uh, one or two examples that Swami gives. But is this also true, sir, in a sense? We spoke about knowledge being misused. At the end of a series where Swami has spoken so much about spirituality... Swami is hinting that that spirituality is useless if it does not express itself as morality in society. Is that also a problem we are facing that we are spiritually knowledgeable but it doesn't show up as goodness and as humanness? I don't know what you mean by spiritually knowledgeable. Please explain that to me then. <laughs> I mean, at least we know the technicalities. As Swami would say, the person might know to recite the Bhagavad Gita from front to back and back to front. But there is no amount of uh, expression or that doesn't manifest itself in his life that's absolutely true that's absolutely true these people who repeat the, all the 700 verses uh, why do you need those people i can do it with an mp3 player <laughs> <laughs> in the olden days i would send a tape recorder you can also be sure it will not harm anybody <laughs> no the, this is very important once i was asked i was speaking i was asked a question by a lady this happened in brindavan Mm-hmm. she said you know sita was sort of tested twice first the agni pariksha after the war with rama fought with ravana and second time as queen he sent her out to the forest which is where lava and kusha were born so this lady said why did rama do this was it not inhuman and so on and so forth especially after sita had passed the first test So obviously she was uh, ca- campaigning for women's rights. <laughs> so I said, "Ma'am, have you seen Sita? No. Have I seen Sita? No. Yet we are absolutely confident she was pure. If we who have not seen can be so sure, <laughs> do you mean to say Rama was uh, did not know that? Especially if he was supposed to be God. We have to understand that God came." as swami said parmatman paradevi came to stage a drama which will be a lesson for us 
so it is actually a lesson for all ages and i said in politics i quoted a particular name but it's very common mm-hmm. now it has become ultra common so that you don't even bother about it this was a man who held very high political positions he was perfectly what you call strict about himself he would chant 700 shlokas of the gita every day and uh, he also would give discourses on tulsidas ramayana mm-hmm. and he was uh, very upright and all that sort of thing but he had a son probably only son that fellow used to exploit his father's name and do all kinds of illegal things mm-hmm. now this man the pious moral man had a weakness mm-hmm. just as dhritarashtra was doubly blind <laughs> <laughs> physically blind and blind to duryodhana's uh, what you call weaknesses this man was blind sighted so what is the use of reading all that and having in your own house a son who was exploiting him everybody knew it mm-hmm. papers were writing about it and all that the whole point is even if that person was pure this man should have distanced himself i know tt krishnamachari when he became minister for commerce he distanced himself from his son i have nothing to do with my sons and he kept it that way this weakness for friends and family is often there the solution for these problems have been given in the ramayana if you read very carefully most of the lessons are for us kaliyuga not for that <laughs> it is for the age i mean it's becoming more and more uh, necessary especially with twitter facebook i don't know what else you have it's becoming necessary in fact uh, just a couple of weeks back you we were talking to one of the students who put this very question to swami hmm. you know why was sita sent away to the forest swami it seems so unfair hmm. you know she was she must have felt so bad question and swami asked did she come and tell you that she felt bad <laughs> and swami said see you are trying to superimpose your emotions on a divine being and swami said rama never told her to leave it was she who took the decision to leave seeing the discomfort that rama was going through <laughs> i think uh, swami is beginning to speak a little about william gladstone that's why we stopped i think he was one of the prime ministers who's held office for the longest duration Mm-hmm. in the history of united kingdom so should we go to that clip? yes victoria rani paripalana samayam nandu in the reign of queen victoria ataniki pradhana mantri ainatundi william gladstone anetundi vadu neeti nijayatilanu lakshyam nandunchukoni sarvakalamulu endukudunu dani dani poshisthu vachetundi vadu the prime minister at that time always fostered this morality and integrity and saw to it that everyone practiced it kanukane victoria rani kante kudanu pradhanamantini prajalu anta gauravinchetunti varu the citizens of those days used to respect the prime minister much more than even queen victoria herself because of that prajalante itaniki chaala preeti he had a lot of love for the citizens william gladstone praja paripalana yendu prajalaku viruddhamainatundi yokka samayame aasannamainapudu victoria rani kudanu 
చక్కని కఠినంగా కూడా నువ్వు బోధించి ప్రజల యొక్క యోగక్షేమాన్ని నీతి నిజాయితీలను పోషించేటువంటి విధానాన్ని చక్కగా వెలుబుచ్చేటువంటి వాడు సచ్ పర్సన్ హూ వుడ్ నాట్ హెసిటేట్ టు టెల్ ఈవెన్ క్వీన్ విక్టోరియా ది నీడ్ ఫార్ అబ్జర్వింగ్ ది మొరాలిటీ అండ్ ఇంటిగ్రిటీ ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ దట్ ది రూల్ విల్ బి గుడ్ నీతి ఇంద్రియ నిగ్రహం చేతనే మనకు అలవడుతుంది దిస్ మొరాలిటీ కెన్ బి ఒబ్టెయిన్ ఓన్లీ బై సెన్స్ కంట్రోల్ ఎవరిని వారు శాసించుకోదగినటువంటి శక్తి కలిగినటువంటి వారే ఇతరులను శాసించడానికి అధికారి అవుతాడు ఓన్లీ దట్ పర్సన్ who has got self control can exercise control over others tananu taane shasinchukolenatundi yokka balahinudu itarulu edi ritiga shasinchagaladu a weak person who cannot control himself how can he control or rule over others kanaka motta mota manavudu tananu taanu shasinchukonataku tagina krushi cheyali therefore man in the very first place has to make efforts to exercise self control tana maata tana pravartana రెండింటిని ఏకంగా ఆవించేటువంటి యొక్క జీవితం గడపాలి మాట క్రియ ఏకమైనప్పుడే తాను మాత్రమైనటువంటి యొక్క విభూతులను అనుభవించగలడు ఏ పర్సన్ వుడ్ ఎంజాయ్ ఎక్స్ట్రాడినరీ పవర్స్ ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ యూనిటీ ఆఫ్ వర్డ్ అండ్ యాక్షన్ మాట చెప్పినట్టి మాట చెప్పినట్లు మనుజుండు నడచిన మనిషి కాడు వాడు మహితుడవును మాట చెప్పినట్టు మనుజుండు నడదేని మనిషి కాడు వాడు మృగమే కానీ మాట చెప్పినట్టు మనిషి నడువడేని మనిషి కాడు తాను మృగమి కాని ఇఫ్ మ్యాన్ డస్ నాట్ కండక్ట్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ అకార్డింగ్ టు హిజ్ ఓన్ వర్డ్ ఇఫ్ మ్యాన్ కండక్ట్స్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ ద వే దట్ హీ టాక్స్ అకార్డింగ్ టు హిజ్ ఓన్ వర్డ్ హీ ఈస్ నాట్ ఎ మ్యాన్ అలోన్ హీ ఈస్ ఎక్స్ట్రీమ్లీ గ్రేట్ మ్యాన్ on the other hand if he does not conduct himself according to his word he is worse than an animal he let alone man ee naati manava samajamulu maataku kriyaku sambandham ledhu in today's a human society there is no relationship whatsoever between one's word maata kriyato kodinatundide satyam it is the truth which lends life for the word మనసు మాట క్రియతో కూడినటువంటిదే ఋతము ఋతము ఈజ్ ద వన్ విచ్ ఈస్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ ద థాట్ వర్డ్ అండ్ డీడ్ కనుక విద్యార్థులు దేశం యొక్క అభిమానాన్ని దేశం యొక్క ఔన్నత్యాన్ని దేశం యొక్క కళ్యాణాన్ని మనసును అందించుకొని ప్రవర్తనలు ఎందు ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి జీవితాన్ని అందించాలి the students must have love of the nation must always think the greatness of the nation must always aspire the welfare of the nation and conduct vidyarthulaku indi nigraham anti emito valaku teliyadu today students do not know what sense control means samyamamu ani deeniki peru 
the word used for this is samyama ee samyam anetundi manavuniki maatrame idi chendinetundi only man has the right for this samyama indriyamulu anusarinchi swechchadhikaram jarpatam cheta manavudu chaala tana divyatvanni kolipothunnadu man has lost his divine nature as he simply follows his senses and behaves himself in a licentious way కనుకొని ఇట్టి ఇంద్రియ నిగ్రహమును సాధించినటువంటి వారికి సంస్కృతం నందు దమము అని పేరు దోస్ పీపుల్ హు హావ్ ఎక్సర్‌సైజ్ ది సెన్స్ కంట్రోల్ ఈ ఆర్ సెట్ టు హావ్ దమము ఈ దమమును సాధించినటువంటి వాడే దాంతుడు దట్ పర్సన్ హు హస్ అచీవ్డ్ దిస్ దమము ఇస్ డిస్క్రైబ్డ్ యాస్ దాంతు ఈ నాడు లోకానికి దాంతులు కావాలి కానీ వేదాంతులు కానకరలేదు టుడేస్ నీడ్ ఇస్ టు హావ్ మోర్ ఆఫ్ దాంతుడు ఫాదర్ దాన్ ఈ నాటి వేదాంతములన్నీ కూడా కేవలము మాటలతో మాత్రమే జరిగిపోతున్నది టుడే ది ఫిలాసఫీ ఈజ్ ఓన్లీ టాక్డ్ అబౌట్ వాచాలత్వం అధికమైపోతుండాలి ఇట్ ఈస్ బికమింగ్ మియర్ ఎక్సర్సైజ్ ఇన్ టాకింగ్ ఆడంబరములు అధికమైపోతున్నాయి ఆస్టెంటేషన్ అండ్ షో ఆర్ గ్రోయింగ్ ఆచారములు సన్నగిల్లుతున్నాయి ప్రాక్టీస్ ఇస్ డిక్లైనింగ్ కనుకొని ఆనందం శూన్యమవుతుండాలి that is why joy and bliss are also declining kanuka prati vidyarthi kudanu dantudu kavali every student should aspire to become dantudu ee naati vidyarthi today's student chaduvu sandhyalaku purame before he completes aadambaramu ahankaramu he develops show and ego dehemanta nakasika paryantam kudanu vyapinchi this kind of feelings are there in him filled from head to foot veera viharam jarputunnadi and they are doing an excessive dance in their vidyarthulaku vinayamannatundi ye maatramu teliyadu today students do not know what pendalato ye vidhanga sambhashinchali pendala mundu ye vidhanga viryani prakatinchali ye vidhanga pravartinchali anetundi vishayam kuda nu ee naati vidyarthulaku teliyadu today students do not know how they should conduct themselves before elders in what way should they express their humility and obedience kaani cheppe tundi peddalu kudanu takkuva unfortunately elders who can tell them also are very much less idi vidyarthula doshamu kaadu it is not the mistake of the students talli dandulu guruvulu deeniki thairinikunte yokka uchchaha protsahalanu andinchalekapotam chethane vidyarthulu yokka paristhiti ee vidhanga digijari potunnadi the condition of the students in these areas is declining because there are no parents and teachers who tell them what they should do in the proper way kanaka vidyarthulu tama yokka pravartanalu sariyaina sthiti anunchukoni tama indriyalu nigrahinchukoni tadwara samajam lopala prashantini poshinchali students should have good behavior exercise sense control make peace and security established in the society ఈ నాటి పిల్లలకు చిల్లల అల్లర మాటలే చాలా అభిరుచి టుడేస్ చిల్డ్రన్ లైక్ లూజ్ టాక్ అండ్ పెటీ టాక్ ఇదే వారికి మోజు పోజు దే ఇమెన్స్లీ లైక్ ఇట్ అండ్ దే కన్సిడర్ దిస్ ఆర్ ద ఫ్యాషన్ మంచి మాటలు ఏమాత్రము వారికి గిట్టదు దే డోంట్ లైక్ గుడ్ వర్డ్స్ అట్ ఆల్ ఆధ్యాత్మికమంటే ఆశాస్పదంగా భావిస్తారు 
they consider spirituality as something funny ee vidhamainatundi yokka vatavaranamu dinadinaniki vidyarthulu endu abhruti gaavatam chetane vidya vidhanam anetundi kudanu vaaru gurtinchukolekapothunnaru they have not been able to recognize the proper sense on the philosophy of education system because gradually and day after day they are developing these feelings in them kanaku vidyarthulu kevalamu ఉద్యోగాల నిమిత్తమని ధనార్జన నిమిత్తమని ఈ దుర్భావాన్ని దూరం గావించుకోవాలి స్టూడెంట్ షుడ్ నాట్ కన్సిడర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఫార్ గెటింగ్ ఎ జాబ్ అండ్ అర్నింగ్ మనీ కేవలం విద్య జీవిత పరమావధి నిమిత్తం అనేటువంటి సత్యాన్ని మరవకూడదు యూ షుడ్ నాట్ ఫర్గెట్ ది ట్రూత్ దట్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఇస్ మెంట్ ఫార్ అచీవింగ్ ది గోల్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ జీవనోపాధి నిమిత్తం ఉద్యోగులు ఆచరించవలసింది జాబ్స్ లాట్ బి టేకన్ అప్ ఫర్ ఈకింగ్ అవుట్ లైవ్లీహుడ్ కానీ ఆ ఉద్యోగమునందు కూడాను నీతి నిజాయితీ నుండి విడుచుకుండా మనము ఆ ఉద్యోగాన్ని పోషించాలి ఆదర్శంగా నిరూపించాలి వైల్ డిశ్చార్జింగ్ అవర్ డ్యూటీస్ ఇన్ డిఫరెంట్ ప్రొఫెషన్స్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు అబ్జర్వ్ మొరాలిటీ అండ్ ఇంటిగ్రిటీ అండ్ షుడ్ నాట్ గివ్ అప్ దోస్ కాస్ట్ లోకాన్ని మోసం చేయడానికి లంచాలు కొట్టడానికి అన్యాయ అక్రమ అనాచార అసత్యంలో ప్రవర్తించడానికి మనం చదివినట్టుగా గుర్తింపబడుతుండాలి it appears today's education is undertaken in order to practice deceit in order to accept bribes our education is not meant for these things vidya gnana nimittamu education is for, meant for knowledge and wisdom ilanti gnana poshana lekunda kevalam dhana poshana matrame mana pradhana lakshyam nanduchukotam chetane vidya vilvalu kramakramena kudanu sunyamaipothundadi education is declining because people consider earning money as the goal and not earning wisdom dhanamu kaani vidya kaani cheddadi kaadu neither education nor money by themselves manam viniyoginchukunetundi vidhanam lopala dani yokka gauravam mariyadalu nilchi untayi but it depends as to how we make use of this education and wealth vidyarthulara manam enta gaalini pilchukuntunnamo అంత గాలిని విడువక తప్పదు విడవకుండిన మన యొక్క ఊపిరితిత్తులు దెబ్బతింటాయి దియర్ స్టూడెంట్స్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఎయిర్ వీ టేక్ ఇన్ వైల్ బ్రీతింగ్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు బ్రీత్ అవుట్ ఆల్సో ది ఎంటైర్ ఎయిర్ విల్ హ్యావ్ టు బి లెఫ్ట్ అవుట్ అదర్వైజ్ దెల్ బి ట్రబుల్ ఇన్ సైడ్ కనుక ధనములు సంపాదించవలసిందే విద్యను నేర్చవలసిందే దెర్ ఇస్ నీడ్ ఫర్ అర్నింగ్ మనీ అండ్ లర్నింగ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ కానీ ఈ ధనమును విద్యను తిరిగి వినియోగపరచాలి బట్ దేర్ ఇస్ నీడ్ ఫార్ యూటిలైజింగ్ వాట్ ఎవర్ మనీ యూ హంట్ అండ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ మార్గంలో దీన్ని ప్రవేశపెట్టాలి యూ హ్యావ్ టు యూజ్ ఇట్ ఫార్ ది గుడ్ ఆఫ్ ది సొసైటీ ఇది కేవలము ఈ విధమైనటువంటి భావము విద్యార్థుల హృదయాల్లో ఏమాత్రము కలిగించటం లేదు బట్ వన్ కెనాట్ కమ్ అక్రాస్ సచ్ సేక్రెడ్ ఫీలింగ్స్ ఇన్ ద హార్ట్స్ ఆఫ్ స్టూడెంట్స్ టుడే చదివిన చదువును సమాజంలో ప్రవేశపెట్టి తద్వారా సమాజం యొక్క ప్రజలకు సరియైనటువంటి యొక్క ఆనందాన్ని అనుకూలతను మనం అందించాలి వాట్ ఎవర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ యూ అక్వాడ్ యూ షుడ్ యూజ్ ఫార్ ది వెల్ఫేర్ ఆఫ్ ది సొసైటీ అండ్ ఫర్ దేర్ ఓన్ గ్రోత్ డెవలప్మెంట్ అండ్ హ్యాపీనెస్ ధనమును కూడాను సమాజంలో సరియైనటువంటి స్థితిలో సద్వినియోగపరచాలి మనీ ఆల్సో షుడ్ బి ఎంప్లాయ్ ఫర్ ద గుడ్ గుడ్ ఆఫ్ ది సొసైటీ ఫర్ ఇట్స్ వెల్ఫేర్ ఆ విధంగా సమాజంలో సద్వినియోగపరచకుండా ఇది కేవలము మట్టితో సమానమే if money is not used for the good of the society it is as 
accumulating and acquiring this is kani veer jeevithamlo idi a one way traffic ga baandri vechin chestuntunnam teesukunnatundi dani tirigi viniyoginchali tirigi andinchali this kind of acquiring becomes one way traffic there is a need for utilizing what you have acquired for the good of the society appude mana jeevithamlo mun mundu unnata sthayiki manam cheragalam then only we would be able to reach elevated states in our own life chaala mandi vidyarthulaku eeta teliyinu many students may not be knowing this truth jalamunu manam venukaku nookutru povutra unnappu chethante mana deham munduku konasagipothundi if you are swimming you have to remove the water back so that you your body will move forward jalamune manam venukaku troyakundina mana deham munduku kadalledu your body will not be able to go forward if you cannot push the water back venukaku venukaku thrustu povali past is past you should go on pushing the water backwards past is past ah vidhamainaatundi daanini manam cheskuntu povatam chethane manam entaina jeevithamnu unnata sthayiki teppinchukovachunu only when we do on these lines we will be able to reach elevated states in life swami so concluded that clip with a beautiful analogy of swimming and i think in one of his other discourses swami said every student should know two things one is geeta and one is eeta <laughs> so that is geeta <laughs> is for spiritual life and eeta is swimming for the worldly life <laughs> but using that example swami brings in such a lovely point of sacrifice right of course swami started with as we said uh, the example of the prime minister of united kingdom mm-hmm. mr gladstone and swami pointed out that you know queen victoria had a tough time with him in a sense because <laughs> he he had his way and i i've not heard his name before mm-hmm. unfortunately i just mm-hmm. was reading up about him mm-hmm. one of the things which came up was a quote which queen victoria used to say about gladstone mm-hmm. and she would say in contempt that this gladstone speaks to me as though he's addressing a public meeting <laughs> with no regard for royalty <laughs> you know just going by this statement that you have made i always wonder why is it so difficult to be morally upright the question of uh, why is it always looked at as a something difficult why is the other thing so easy to be selfish or to be immoral there is a basic reason for this mm-hmm. and uh, circumstances are also responsible to it to some extent mm mm-hmm. the basic reason is humans are almost the end point of evolution of life at least on this planet we know there is life the initial organisms that had life were single cell organisms how they acquired the property of life they don't know mm-hmm. science today doesn't have a proper definition of what is life it knows two things a living system must have metabolism and living system must be able to reproduce for a long time there was a doubt which came first mm-hmm. that it was this and that 
and there were some who said metabolism there were some who said uh, reproduction uh, but they together they exist but what is life science has not got a proper definition and when it comes to complex living systems human being is the most complex living system mm-hmm. in the universe mm-hmm. uh, francis collins said the brain is the most complex entity in the universe the brain is only a part of the human body so if you right. take the human body its uh, brain is only a subset if that is so complex indeed it is very complex the human body is remarkably complex in the sense that uh, there is consciousness is developed to high extent mm-hmm. what is this consciousness where did it come from are there many kinds of consciousness and so on the word consciousness is not understood in science but it has come up unfortunately or fortunately in physics hmm. because they were more or less forced to accept it through the back door when i do an experiment and i get a result the, today it's all in the computer if there are no human beings and the machine has been running and it remains in the computer it makes no sense right it needs consciousness to become aware of that <laughs> that is uh, uh, so con- people have no definition for consciousness and uh, the phil- some people will say look i don't know some day it will be explained <laughs> and others say oh it's uh, nothing big deal uh, it's an evolutionary property <laughs> and so on they say it's, a, it's nature genetics belonging but there are others in western world schrodinger was one of the first to say that i see to my body in two levels one is as an engine and another is a conscious being i am not able to reconcile these two the only way i can do it is the conscious being controls the body the engine mm. and he straight away went to advaitam oh <laughs> and he dis- actually wrote writes atman equals brahman <laughs> these are four famous lectures he gave in 1944 in uh, dublin mm-hmm. later on cambridge university printed it as a book what is life right. fantastic the quotes were in fact he asked a question everybody has a conscience can different people have different conscience it is meaningless there is no plurality of conscience <laughs> if say my conscience tells me to do this another guy says my conscience tells me that means you are plugged to different voltages conscience is god mm. that is what it is so i don't know where i got lost in the, <laughs> in the question or, question was why does it seem very easy to easier be easier to oh, oh that evolved. is very simple you see when you come from animals we have the gunas mm-hmm. there are three gunas latent in nature and uh, in the gita krishna clearly says prakriti manifests gunas it is our duty to do that mm-hmm. i mean come from there we come with this baggage gunas so first thing he says is don't be tamasic be active mm-hmm. and uh, fight tamas with rajas then rajas has got many bad traits so you become satvik mm. but uh, there many people leave it even vivekananda leaves it at that level but swami says no 
all these are chains mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tamas is a iron chain rajas <laughs> is a silver chain sattva is a golden chain <laughs> you are not born to be chained you must break free mm-hmm. and you must go above the gunas guna atita and then you and i become one not before that <laughs> so your home is me come back to me mm. so become gunatita now that is very tough because i must give up all attachments a good man has attachments he is good and all that he doesn't have anybody he doesn't abuse but still he wants uh, to go to heaven he wants to you know his son and daughter to be married blah 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 and all that so that is still attachment give it up now we come with the success package i said in the olden days there was no money so doing mischief with money was out of <laughs> there was no possibility to do that mm-hmm. secondly there was no transport you couldn't go easily if you want you had to walk Mm-hmm. poor adi shankar had to walk across india four times <laughs> but he did it and uh, I, re- i remember reading a humorous story in the kemen days one fellow said i want to go to the next village i want a job give me a letter of recommendation <laughs> he said no problem he took a big stone and carving <laughs> a letter of recommendation <laughs> the bearer of this letter is very good he has integrity high rim and all that so this came and took and carried it for some de- distance he found it so heavy he threw it i don't want the job <laughs> <laughs> no question of sending an email and all that <laughs> so the opportunity for giving what you call pl- uh, allowing this bad ashtavargas or what you call ashtavargas mm. sorry ashtavargas mm. to, uh, uh, to play was very limited you could do it only in terms of kama and krodha mm-hmm. those are the two things and they they are the what you call the most dangerous <laughs> ones ravana was a victim of kama and arjuna was a victim of krodha duryodhana sorry duryodhana i beg <laughs> your pardon i may go to hell because of that <laughs> and uh, if you read the life of vishwamitra f- first he is tempted with menaka right mm. then he falls and comes out he does a uh, severe penance Indra doesn't like it. So, he sends Ramba. Now, he is not attracted by Ramba. But he is angry that she disturbed him. She curses. He curses her. Mm. So, the battery is discharged again. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Krodha. Krodha. So, they, as long as there are two people, there is scope for this. <laughs> but it was at that level. But uh, when travel became more easy, when you had material goods which you can want, There was nothing you could have in those days. With extra money. Uh, with extra money. <laughs> okay. What is the use of having uh, 20 bullock carts? Right. <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> so, the rich man and the poor man did not look very different, especially when the rich man came to the field. He used to wear, I've seen people. Right. Mm. They would walk to the field, no car, and they would move around and sing, things like that. It was only at the time of marriages they could show off. And that too, not too much. You mm. don't have the sort of uh, things that you have. <laughs> they didn't have. I've seen village marriages in those days. But today, the availability of so many gizmos. Mm. And uh, uh, the, I want to beat that man in something else. How do I show off? <laughs> so, it is that kind of what you call unhealthy, unwanted desires and competition that that has made these things come out. Mm. See, where do cockroaches breed? Where there is darkness. 
in a bright room you won't see any cockroaches you see any cockroaches in the road they will go out from this so when agyana covers your mind then they have a field today technology and all that are used by people to market agyana or rather this uh, darkness right mm. so then they because they can loot money from you <laughs> you fall prey to that they package it very nicely and you think that is good for you you look at obesity in america today one third of the people are obese hmm. and it's become a national problem it's an epidemic almost it is it is <laughs> people don't realize and uh, uh, type 2 diabetes and all that all these things are terrible and that is because you know wherever you go you are reminded you must eat this food they make it cheaper <laughs> than good food <laughs> the 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 capon see and the children ultimately don't want to eat uh, fruits they don't like to eat vegetables they don't want to eat apple i said what the hell <laughs> even adam ate the apple <laughs> so why why they sort of been conditioned to very bad habits and that is because technology previously the only kiwi i knew was the boot polish name kiwi <laughs> the bird will wave there right. on that no you get a fruit called kiwi mm. uh, i'm sure you get it in bangalore maybe you get it here mm. also the mm. foreigners are there you get all sorts of things from all sorts of places i remember many years ago when i was in bombay my brother was in cambridge i went round and uh, sent a packet of alfonso mangoes mm-hmm. he wrote a letter cursing me no <laughs> email and all that he said listen i had to run around two days around london airport to clear this and pay so much money <laughs> i can go to an indian shop in cambridge and buy these mangoes so i could have got for the money i spent i could have eaten four times mangoes <laughs> that is what the technology does so i am very scared by the explosive growth of technology you see the people walking on the road they have all become very humble they are looking down <laughs> <laughs> and if you're walking they will come and hit you straight they don't look this way that way <laughs> busy reading the ipad or uh, iphone i don't know what it is they are not concentrating on the higher eye previously we had only the lower eye now you have ipad ipod iphone <laughs> the scope for being immoral is more nowadays compared to you are actually tempted to be immoral Mm. the city of las vegas is officially almost officially called the sin city can you imagine right. that <laughs> i think the flip side of that is you have all the more opportunities to have self control i think <laughs> i don't believe so. <laughs> uh, you to there is no question of they made it almost impossible impossible this is a very serious issue and god willing i hope to uh, i'm sticking my neck out to do an entire series on what is called the difficulty of being good this is a mm-hmm. book very nice book written when the time comes i'll talk about it where the person tries to see dharma through the eyes of various characters in the mahabharata and also relates it today at the end of the day it looks as if uh, it is uh, dharma has no relevance mm-hmm. that frightens me mm-hmm. because this man is a well known person and he morally says it's not possible to be good and how can you have such a situation dharma is the base if you abandon dharma then you can abandon everything 
and mm. people are beginning to talk like that i went and gave lectures in a certain university in delhi mm-hmm. on my management school they have asked 40 questions one of the questions student says a bribe is a lubrication <laughs> what do you do that <laughs> means of justifying what is absolutely unacceptable they don't regard it as unacceptable another thing that has happened is i can cut and choose uh, morality as i want mm. and that is frightening me this is very common in the business community they say business is business it has nothing to do with morality and they just uh, you know do corporate social responsibility they go to tirupati or haridwar or whatever it is mm. and then when they come out uh, they say they wear another hat it says this is different this is business uh, you can't make money any other way and that is becoming an accepted dogma hmm. there, there is no other way to do business now that is very dangerous if you think you can cheat you will be cheated you go and buy drugs most of the drugs are uh, fake drugs you get cheated in return <laughs> so integrity even in atheist wants you to be integri- uh, have integrity if you go and buy something and uh, he, you cheat him you say you cheated me hmm. where is the definition of cheating in atheism <laughs> anything can be done but there is something in him that demands honesty so right. what is it that makes him because that divine spark is there he can deny it till the cows come home but it is that thing that says i want truth correct i want justice otherwise there is no justice in an atheistic system Where is the justice? I remember so once, I think, I think even Sir would have been there in one of the Thrai sessions. One of the devotees of Swami was speaking. He was a man from the army. I was and there very much. I was there very <laughs> he much. He was talking about the problems of not uh, following uh, orders. I have told that story so many times. It's so many <laughs> I think you, you, it's a good point to narrate that once more, Sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were trying this game. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut. Anyway, it all happened like this. This gentleman who used to come here and help us with sports march and all that. He was in his uniform there. And try. Actually, that is against the rules, but that's a different matter. So, you're sitting close and Swami said, speak. And he got up and spoke. And he said, Swami, it has become very difficult to... serve in the army now I said what what is there you get good salary and all that <laughs> no Swami my boss is uh, corrupt and he is asking me to do all sorts of things what is there go and tell him you can't do it mm. Swami you don't know about the army <laughs> what, is, what, what is it that I don't know you can't go and tell your boss like that have you ever tried no Swami why because you can't do it Swami will be court martial <laughs> this went on for some time he said listen Swami said listen you go to your office and salute him and say respectfully sir can i bring to your notice something if you permit me he'll say yes go ahead then you tell him sir this is not correct this is not moral and all that then this man said swami you don't know about army what is it that i don't know about army tell me if swami i'll be court martial so what <laughs> swami i'll be dismissed so what Swami, I'll find myself in the street with my wife and children, no pension, no service, black mark against my career. I won't get a job. Swami said, so what? <laughs> This man was shocked. <laughs> what do you mean, so what? And Swami said, 
you don't have faith what mm. faith swami this is a matter of life and death nonsense if you are prepared to be honest and ready to lose your job that means you are making a sacrifice for dharma if you do that kind of sacrifice do you mean to say dharma will keep quiet <laughs> do you know there is a, a saying called dharma rakshati rakshita <laughs> now today you can't say that they say that was that time this is this time this is the rules have changed they <laughs> bluntly say and uh, you have a society morality is absolute once you give up morality the rules can be changed as you want each one sets the goal post i remember an interesting incident this happened many years ago of course before the second world war the australian team went to west indies mm-hmm. In those days there was a country called west indies now the islands have become separate states right. to play a cricket tour uh, they went on tour official thing on the way they came to new york so uh, for bradman it was uh, he was a part of the team captain it was a great experience because he could walk around the street nobody knew who the hell he was <laughs> <laughs> and then they played a friendly match with some team mostly mm. there were west indians mm. and uh, they were there they played a friendly match this fellow found something was funny <laughs> then he called both the umpires and said i find there is something wrong Mm-hmm. the overs from one side seem to be longer than the others <laughs> the what's happening one fellow said i don't know whether you are playing according to british rules mm-hmm. or australian rules in those days the british over was had six balls the australian had eight, eight balls, balls. <laughs> <laughs> so this fellow was following the australian rule that fellow was following the british rule <laughs> just to say goal post can be changed now Pope Benedict, now former Pope Benedict, he was furious about this. He says, we have now dominated by the age of tyranny of relativism. Rules become relative. I do one thing and say, that is right. You do another thing and say, who is right? There must be something absolute. It's neither this nor that. In fact, I faced this situation in Philippines two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was the last leg of my long tour. and they were all uh, supposed to study read through my conversation between god and man and i was supposed to be cross examined <laughs> so, so one lady said if a poor man steals to feed his children i can't call it a dharma mm-hmm. what do you say i said uh, before i wa- answer your question i want to know who determines dharma if you decide that you can determine what dharma is and i can decide what dharma is then i don't have anything to say we uh, you and i will be arguing till the cows come home <laughs> but if dharma is something absolute then i can answer that hmm. they she didn't know what that meant he said this dharma is god god is dharma and if that man is really seeing his children suffer he prays to god that dharma will come and protect him i must have that faith so I don't buy this uh, relativism. In fact, Gandhi was very particular about it. He says, law and the lawgiver are one. And uh, he used a nice analogy. Just as I will be punished for violating human law, even though I am ignorant about it, I can't say I don't know what God's law is and uh, <laughs> violate it. I am bound to be punished. Mm. So why do that? 
I will be humble. And he argues, God is love, compassion, this, that. So, I have no problem in following his law. In order to advance in life, in order to show, you know, acquire this and that beyond our means, we easily fall prey to temptation. And we go slide back into dirty gunas and all that. And become a prisoner of that. So, the darkness is created. It's like a candle. If the candle is visible, you will get light. But if I come and put a pot over it, you won't see the candle. That doesn't mean the candle, candle is, not, is there. not there. So, we have ma- made Agyana into an industry and darkness <laughs> into <laughs> a product. <laughs> I don't know, a commodity or whatever it is. You give money and buy it also. <laughs> In fact, Swami once said that all of you who go to cinema are fools. Okay. See, that lady is paid money to cry. You pay money and see her cry. <laughs> <laughs> and you also cry. <laughs> you also cry. Exactly. <laughs> this is not foolish. That lady is paid a lot of money. You shell out a lot of money just to see her cry. And along with her, you also cry. <laughs> okay, sir. Thank you so much for being with us, sir. And I'm sure uh, there's so much more to come in this discourse. We'll have to wait till next week for that. So, dear listeners, on behalf of all of you, I thank, sir, for being with us on the show today. Thank you for giving me the chance. And on behalf of myself and Saiprakash and sir, we offer this humble effort of ours at Swami's Lotus Feet. Any feedbacks, any critical comments, as always, you can write to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you for being with us. Jai Sairam. You just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam That is listen, reflect and absorb This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7.30pm by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 19th June 2014 Professor Jeevangatraman, former Vice Chancellor of Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning and senior most member of Team Radio Sai participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality 1990. The clips played today were from the discourse delivered on 2nd June 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time, same day next week. And please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and a loving Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.